Hello everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Horsin' Around, your daily dose of comedy, facts, current events, and overall horseplay. I'm your host, Hayden Grams, and without further ado, let's get horsin' around. Good afternoon everybody, or good morning to anyone possibly listening from overseas. Speaking of overseas, I'm sure by now all of you have most likely heard of the protests currently going on in Hong Kong. Uh, But what you may not know is, why exactly are these protests happening? So for the current events segment of this podcast, I will be explaining to you a little bit of the background behind these protests. So the issue with these protests actually started back in February of 2018. Um, So a 19-year-old man from Hong Kong named Chan Tong Kai allegedly killed his pregnant girlfriend while they were in Taiwan after a dispute between the two. So, Chan actually managed to return to Hong Kong before the Taiwanese law officials were able to arrest him. So, ordinarily, Hong Kong law would allow the government to return a fugitive like Chan to the country seeking to prosecute him. Although, in this situation, there was a quirk in the region's complicated history, which rendered the authorities powerless to extradite him. So, Hong Kong is organized as a special administrative region of China, and they have a quasi-democratic government that operates separately from the mainland communist one back in China. So because China does not recognize Taiwan's sovereignty, it has no extradition treaty with Taiwan. Hong Kong also does not have extradition treaty with China. And this bill that they're wanting to pass would allow Hong Kong's head of state, who holds the title of chief executive, to use their discretion to extradite people in Hong Kong to any jurisdiction with which the region has no extradition treaty. So, if this is enacted, the law would apply to Chan, but it would also, in theory, open up the possibility of extraditing Hong Kong residents to China, which has never happened in more than two decades since reunification after the Cold War. Many residents fear that The law could subject political descendants and Communist Party critics to mainland China's notoriously uh, opaque criminal justice system, which does not guarantee civil liberties to the same extent as Hong Kong. So, that's a little bit of the background information. So how did these protests actually start? So a few smaller protests took place in the spring, but it wasn't until June that the bill prompted one of the most significant demonstrations in Hong Kong's history. Organizers claim that nearly 2 million people participated in the march, but the police only estimate that the attendance was actually closer to 340,000, which is still a lot. Uh, So a general strike that same week forced many businesses to close their doors, from banks to schools and even like horse racing betting branches. On several occasions, the police uh, clad in ride gear fired tear gas, rubber bullets, bean bags, uh, and all sorts of things at the crowd after demonstrators allegedly threw bottles and other projectiles. Um, so China, Hong Kong's government actually responded by their current chief executive, Carrie Lam, suspended consideration of the bill shortly afterward and apologized to the public for the bill's clumsy rollout. Then, on July 9th, she declared the proposal dead, but left open the possibility that the legislature, which is controlled by members of uh, pro-Beijing political parties, would reconsider it later this year. And so the protests continued. Sit-ins, occupations patients, hunger strikes, general strikes, and a bunch of marches. Until finally on July 1st, demonstrators broke into the Le- Legislative Council building, destroying furniture and portraits of pro-China uh, politicians. The police again used tear gas to regain the control of the scene, 
And later that month, the government began charging detainees using a colonial-era anti-rioting law that allows prosecutors to seek prison terms of up to 10 years. Viewing this as an effort to stifle free expression, demonstrators incorporated police brutality and official characterizations of uh, protests as riots into their list of grievances. Many residents feel that uh, Beijing has grown more aggressive in its efforts to force Hong Kong's assimilation. Protesters, who are especially young people with few or no connections to the mainland, have adopted the slogan, Retake Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times, as a symbolic identification of the unique identity that they now feel as our civil rights are possibly being jeopardized. The internal conflict between Hong Kong and its citizens is not only negatively affecting Hong Kong internally, but also is affecting its international connections, especially between Beijing and Washington. Many officials in Beijing have accused Westerners of espionage and blamed the unrest inside their own country on the U.S., vowing to never allow any foreign forces to interfere in the region's politics. On August 1st, a group of U.S. lawmakers urged President Donald Trump to take China's actions against Hong Kong very seriously. They warned that failure to respond to Beijing's threats will only encourage Chinese leaders to act with impunity. Trump, however, has praised the Chinese president for acting very responsibly during these riots. So where does this go next? Well, along with their calls for Lamb's resignation, many demonstrators have voiced support for reforms that would guarantee direct election of chief executives, perhaps reducing the likelihood that future Hong Kong governments will surrender so much power without the people's consent. These protests can, could possibly drastically change how Hong Kong's government operates with other countries, including, but not limited to, China and the United States. So, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what the result is. For the next segment of the podcast, we'll be talking about recent school events. Starting off, for those of you who didn't know, local aspiring musician Rap Demon has recently acquired 1,000 followers on Instagram. Rap Demon has stated that this will in no way affect his abilities to relate with his fans, create quality content, or perform for his listeners to enjoy. Although, he has stated that he is planning on taking a little bit of a break from the famous life to live a little bit more of a normal, casual life and focus more on his schooling, his work, and his new, current girlfriend. If you are at all interested in learning a little bit more about Rap Demon or the things he is currently working on, please refer to The Radcast by Jack Leonard, Episode 1. You can find this on Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor. In other news, the man, the myth, the legend, you already know what I'm going to say, the class goofer, Ennis, was up to his old shenanigans once again. This week, Ennis pulled several pranks, made several goofers, and told several jokes. One of which being, earlier this week, Ennis proceeded to put a fake tarantula on Jake Rimstad's chair, scaring not only him, but also his deskmate, Abby Hagenmiller. It was quite a feat. I've never seen it done before, but I have to say, I was very impressed with his technique. And it's had the whole class rolling on the floor laughing. What a crazy, ridiculous, funny guy, you know. I have to say, I have to give a shout out to my boy Ennis for always being able to cheer up anybody, make the class lively again, you know, even if it is a dreary old Monday. So thank you, Ennis. In addition to this news, the students of the Intro to Media Production class have been currently working on podcasts, one of which being the previously mentioned Jack Leonard's Radcast. Over the past week, Jack has made not one, not two, not even four, but three episodes of the Radcast, including the previously mentioned Rap Demon, Ennis, and the upcoming episode three, co-starring 
yours truly, Hayden Grams, with Nathan Pettis, where we ask the questions that need to be answered. Tune in when that drops. And for our last bit of news on the news segment of Horsin' Around, the Bennett Combs has finally gotten his driver's license. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard right, he finally did it. Bennett passed his driver's test earlier this week and got his driver's license. He can finally drive, driving his mother's Volkswagen, very classy, very cool car, with the heated seats and nice interior. Bennett no longer needs to text Hayden, Anders, and Ella that he needs a ride, because he can drive himself. Congratulations, Bennett. Here's a shout-out to you. Very proud of you. That wraps up the news for this week. Tune in next week when we get some new news. Alrighty, everyone. It's time for the next segment of the podcast, Random Facts of the Day. Fun fact number one. Braces go all the way back to ancient Egypt. In fact, archaeologists have found several mummies with crude mental bands wrapped around their teeth. Fun fact number two. The plural of cul-de-sac is cul-de-sac. Fun fact number three. There are 293 ways to make change for the U.S. dollar. Fun fact number five. Cleopatra had a special lipstick made especially for her, consisting of crushed mixture of ants and deep red carmine beetles. And last but not least, fun fact number five. The Horsin' Around podcast is and will forever be one of the greatest podcasts ever created. With its clever and witty host, who is also known to be quite the lady magnet, listening to the Horsin' Around podcast is always sure to be a treat. You can find the Horsin' Around podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor. For the next segment of the podcast, we'll be doing a regular of the day check. This will be going over quotes of the day, what day it is today according to Urban Dictionary, my top artist of the day, and my advice for the day. Starting off, today is October 13th, and according to Urban Dictionary, it is no bra day. So take that how you will, people, but that's what it is. Next up, my quote of the day. Coming from Barani Quote, October 13th's quote of the day is, Greatness is a road leading towards the unknown. My musical artist of the day, I have to say, is Young Gravy. He comes from Rochester, Minnesota, so very dear to my heart. As well as I've been listening to him a lot recently while setting up my new computer, and I overall think he's a good artist. And finally, my advice for the day is, push yourself to the limits. Don't be afraid, you know? If you if there's that boy or girl, you know, special someone in your life that you've been meaning to ask to the dance or out to get some grub, go for it. Do it. If there's something that you've been wanting to try for a while but haven't really thought you were good enough to do it, go for it. And now for the uncut, deep, investigative interview segment of the podcast. I have on with me Senior Vice President Ethan Niemeyer. Say hello, Ethan. Hey, what's up? So, Ethan, I feel like not a lot of students at our school really actually know what the vice president does. So can you tell us a little bit about what your actual job is? Oh, yeah, I can do that. So um, the vice president is um, she made up of a group of four people. We're the class officers. Okay. And what we do is um, we pretty much make the choices to benefit our class of 2020. Okay. So like a couple of things that we might do is like, what I'm in charge of right now is I'm figuring out what our class t-shirts are going to be looking like. So oh, 
Uh, I'm working on that now. I'm actually having people make their ideas for a t-shirt design. And then like pick then out one of the best ones? Yes. Uh, I've got a couple of people going right now that are making designs. Very cool. Actually, if, if anyone's opening that's listening to this, wants to like make a t-shirt design, send, to me, send it to me. That would be like super cool. I'm All just right. trying to get like a bunch of people to come in and like give me their best ideas. These shirts to be unique. What kind of stuff should be on the shirt for the listeners? You need like the class year, you know, the class year, like a STP design looking thing. I have an entire um, sheet of requirements, but if you want more information, I mean, someone can shout to me, maybe. All right, you heard it here, folks. If you got a cool T-shirt design or you want more information to design a T-shirt, contact Ethan Niemeyer and you could get your design on a T-shirt. Yeah. So, Ethan, what kind of steps could somebody do if they wanted to, you know, get something out to the president or vice president? Get something out? Like, talk to us. Just talk to him. That, that's that's going to be the easiest way. If you don't know me, you might know someone else. Um, Rama is the president. I mean, we have, like, there's so many people, ways that you can, like, reach out to us. And then what kind of, what kind of, like, student issues would you guys deal with? So one thing that we do have to deal with is that all of the seniors have a class due that they need to. Yeah. Um bring in uh so one of our jobs is we actually have to get the money needs to pay and then write them all down to make sure that everyone has paid okay sounds like you got tough work there yeah it's it's a process i gotta say that from what i've heard is getting everyone's money in is one of the more difficult jobs of this (laughs) yeah i noticed like last year i was looking at the um it was that big whiteboard upstairs with all the names on it. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people. And it was up there for a long time, too. Yeah, that's... It's probably going to be another one of those. So, Ethan, as the vice president, you know, I feel like you might have some good insight, not only as a student, but also as, like, a representative now. So what kind of issues do you think are currently going on in our school that need to be dealt with? Well, right now, I've been seeing a lot of, like, um issues with like trying to get classes what do you mean by that like personally for me i've had an issue of trying to get all the classes that i want oh yeah yeah, that's really a thing that someone the student area can deal with yeah but like other than that there aren't that many issues that i see like socially with the students i would i would say that there are like some issues that go on in the school, but like not at a level that student can deal with. Yeah. Well, what are some issues you see in the school, even if it's not something that a student could directly deal with? Right. So there's, I mean, I, a lot of times vaping has been going around in the school. Yeah. I feel like that kind we of fluctuates like time. every year. It's like the beginning of the year. It's kind of like at a high and then it kind of gradually levels out towards the end. Right. That's my, that's my personal view on that though because like i feel like at the beginning of the year i see more people doing it and then towards the middle and end of the year i don't really see it that much right i mean it definitely because like right now i've seen like there's the people that like ot 
cracks down like on a bunch of vapors and stuff like that. Yeah, OT and um, Odlin are like, always on the prowl, you know? They are, they are. Yeah. Shout out to OT and Odlin. Keep doing what you're yep. doing, boys. You're doing great. That's definitely what keeps our current vaping down, I would say. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't really realize how big of an issue vaping is. Like, a lot of people are just like, there's nothing, like, there's no bad side effects. But the thing is, like, you don't really know that yet. You know, it's such a new, yeah. a new concept. And that's one of the things, too, is that we don't know that much about it. So people just assume that it's okay. Yeah. Like, I mean... If you look back on smoking, you know, it's just like everyone yep. thought smoking was good. Nobody... Doctors approved of smoking and now it's like right. smoking is terrible, causes cancer. We know more things about it now because we have more time, more experience. Yeah. And it's like the reason that va- our smoking isn't as bad anymore is because since we got so educated, we could educate the younger people. And like now you don't see like anyone smoking because how educated the young people are. Exactly. I feel like also not even with just smoking but with when we talk about you know educating young people that like help like look at greta thunberg she's out there talking about climate change and she's like she knows way more about that than some adults do she definitely knows more about that than i do it's just like crazy to see how much of a difference a younger person can make and how it really does affect the future you know Hmm. am i your first uh guest in your podcast yeah ethan you're actually my first guest yeah Oh, this, is, this is actually episode awesome. one of the podcast. Oh, this is epic, episode one. Okay. Yeah, you were the first ever guest on the glad first I, ever episode. I'm so glad I could be your first guest. Well, I'm glad you feel that way. I'm thinking, you know, yeah. might do bi-weekly. You know, every other week I'll do yeah, a weekly. podcast. Yeah. And then every other week for Intro to Me Production, I'm going to do a video. Because I feel okay. like podcasts are pretty fun. Videos are pretty fun. Bounce it out a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can definitely say that, like, when I was doing the podcast by myself just me talking it was definitely harder than when i had someone else to talk to because now it's it's going so much easier now but before you know i was just doing like i was talking about recent events you know and stuff what kind of events were you talking about i just talked about the hong kong protests and then i talked about Uh, some like recent school events like bennett getting his license you know the good stuff he got his license yeah wow that's crazy i had no idea ethan what advice do you have for future students in sbh high school I would say the best advice I could give is you need to find what you enjoy. Because when I was in like middle school and stuff like that, I didn't have groups or like places that I really like enjoyed to be at or yeah. fit in. But now I've like tried out for so many things, done so many different groups things that I've really found a position that I'm in I really enjoy doing. Yeah, for sure. I feel like definitely with that is like, you know, experimentation, you know, figuring out right, right, yeah. who you are. You really got to just find out what you like, what you enjoy, and just do it. I feel like, you know, definitely don't shy away from new things. But at the same time, don't do something that you definitely know you're not interested in. Especially yeah. if it's because someone else wants you to do it. Just like, do things that you want to do. That's yep. definitely good advice. <laughs> so, Ethan, what is it like being a senior? Well, I will say it doesn't feel all that different, but there's definitely a lot more things that I've been having to think about. Like, lately, I had just filed for my PASFA, which is getting financial aid for colleges. Mm I have been visiting colleges. It's a lot of, like, I mean, I should say that it's better to do this in the earlier years 
but I'm doing a lot of my college and like what I'm doing next in my senior year. Yeah. So definitely that that's the big difference. I feel like, especially if you get a lot of your required stuff done earlier, senior year is a little bit easier, but also there's a lot more things to think about because you're becoming an adult. Right. Yeah. I, I do have some classes that I'm taking that get there, but I have, I feel like I balanced it to a point where it's manageable enough Yeah. in my earlier years. That makes sense. Do you uh, have any idea of where you'd like to go to college and or what you'd like to do when you're done? So, uh, I'm still on the fence of whether, what college I'm going to, because I've been getting a lot of advice saying that I should find a college that not that's not as pricey. Yeah. But also find a college that I enjoy. So I'm still I'm still up in the air about that. Makes but sense. I do know once I do find a college to go to that I'll probably end up going and majoring in some sort of science major, okay. mostly just to prepare myself for like a medical school or something. I mean, those kind of jobs are really, like, engineering and science-related jobs are really on the rise right now. STEM jobs. Yeah, they are. Pretty crazy, actually. Yeah, it's like, it fluctuates over the years. Like, there'll be a lot of STEM programs, and then there'll be a lot of students, and then there'll be a big group of jobs. And then there's so many jobs, less people are interested in. So then the yeah. STEM programs will stop. So then, they're, and then, the, so then it's a gap in the jobs the next year, so it's like... Every so often, it's like a, you know, it's like this wave that goes. I know what you mean. So, Ethan, you are the vice president. Yes. But, you know, it's a lot of responsibilities, you know? You're also a senior, you think about college, you got a lot of a lot of weight on your shoulders right now. But what do you do in your downtime? What is your relaxing stages? What do you like to do in your downtime? Well, today, I've just been chilling out. I've been watching uh, some Netflix. Some Netflix? Epic. <laughs> I had I finished um, the new season of Walking Dead. Oh. What are your thoughts uh, on that? Thoughts were that it was it was a lot. It was a lot. I don't I don't want to say too much because I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to spoil it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, definitely, it was a bigger season than past season. Interesting. So, Ethan, I know you are yeah. involved in Beauty and the Beast, the upcoming play. That's true. Upcoming musical. As is you. Yes. Um, so, is there anything you want to say about that? Yeah, it's coming together great. Really? I'm liking it so far. I'm 100% certain that this show will be the best show that we will ever put together. Really? The best? Yes. Even better than the theatrical masterpiece that it was, Coconut High. Even better than that. I will say Coconut High was a fantastic show. I Yes, very good, wanted... very good. Everyone agrees, best show. Everyone agrees, but... I will say that this show might be a slightly better than Slight. Coconut High. Oh my goodness. Well, I for one am excited. I have heard uh, that the lights are going to be fantastic. Um, yeah. And the stage manager for it is pretty good. Right, so, right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited. We got a good cast. You know, we may have lost some, some seniors. You know, Caden Burmeister, Lauren Mayer, Kyle Fogel, Isaac Sawyer, the whole crew. But, you know, we got a good crew this year. We got Katie as well, you know. Liam Dixon as the Beast. Yeah, I, I feel like and it'll be good. Everyone should come to the show too. If you don't know, it's the the weekend before Thanksgiving, twenty second, the twenty third, fourth. The twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth. Be sure to be there for the Beauty and the Beast best show. You heard it first here from Ethan Niemeyer, stage manager of Beauty and the Beast. 
Well, Ethan, the interview's coming to a close. The red carpet is rolled out for you. Is there anything that you want to say to the listeners? I love all of you. Please make good choices and live your life to the fullest. Inspiring words. Well, Ethan, thank you for being on the podcast. I'll make sure you get a you, you get to listen to it when it's all finished up. Yes, please. All right. Once again, thank you, Ethan Niemeyer, Senior Vice President and also the stage manager on Beauty and the Beast. Go see it weekend before Thanksgiving. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's a wrap on the first episode of Horsin' Around. I've been your host, Hayden Grams. I hope you enjoyed. And if so, keep a weather eye on the horizon for the next episode of Horsin' Around. I'll see you then. And remember, never stop horsing around.